0: You would never let your phone get to 0% on the battery. But why do we let different areas of our lives get to 0% with our energy, our stamina, our very livelihood? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about rest and unplugging. Welcome to Limitless. Welcome to... The Limitless Podcast. My name is Alex. I put this together because I believe you are limitless. And some of the biggest limits we face are between our own ears. They're in our minds. It's where we win or lose the battle right away. I want to help you break through any self imposed limits you have. Today, we're talking about rest. Talk about unplugging. You never let your phone get to 0%. You take time away from your phone or you plug it into a cord. You make sure you've got a power situation available to you when your battery gets low. When I take my phone on backpacking trips for days at a time with no outlets, I bring a battery bank, a power bank that I plug into to keep the phone charged. I need it for navigation. usually don't get cell service, which is quite nice. But here we are in our own lives. Most of us aren't getting the rest we need, beginning with sleep, but we're not getting the recharge we need. Time where we're just quiet, downtime, rest, unplugging. And There's different types of rest that we can plug into, metaphorically speaking. So I want to talk about the types of rest. That Rest isn't just sleep. It's not just laying down on a couch or sitting in the shade. Those are good forms of rest, but there's different areas of our lives that we need to unplug and rest. We're going to talk about that, why we're not getting the rest, the cost, the guilt. So why do we need to rest? You know why, but consider a few things. A lot of us, including you, we're high performers, we're achievers, we're doers. And we can feel guilty about rest. Guilt never serves. I know what this is like to feel guilty about doing nothing. I've shed this in my life because it's not healthy. It doesn't serve me. Guilt in any area of your life doesn't serve you. It limits you. It keeps you from mental rest. It takes away from you your energy. And it weighs you down. We also need rest to avoid burnout. Stress builds up and burnout diminishes us. It limits us. It starts by hurting our energy, how we react to things, our responses. It elevates what bothers us. We get agitated. We're not at our best. We have a low tolerance for things that normally would be fine. We get set off easily. Burnout leads to illness, avoidance. It hurts our outlook it leads to tunnel vision where we don't see the world around us. We don't see possibilities and opportunities. You see this in marriages. People get burnt out in their marriage because of stress and they start focusing on the negative aspects of their spouse instead of the positive. That's that tunnel vision. We do this with our children. We do this with our jobs. We do this with our opportunities. Eventually, resentment or we break down when it comes to burnout. We We have resentment towards others, towards our jobs, towards our lives, towards people, towards our hobby, whatever it is. And then we start to break down or we give up on something. That's what burnout leads to. And not unplugging, not getting the type of rest we need definitely contributes to burnout. Busyness and continual activity, always having to stay busy, always having to be occupied, never giving into boredom, never allowing unplugging, resting, downtime, quiet time. This hurts our sleep, hurts our adrenals, our adrenal glands, our mental and physical health. It steals our time and joy and eventually leads to that guilt and regret because we don't do the things we want to do in life. Time goes by fast. Our children grow up and we feel like we weren't even there. So many of us struggle with rest. It's not just sleep or downtime. I'm going to cover the different types of rest because not unplugging, not taking the time for you, the self-care, not just hurts you, doesn't just hurt you, but it hurts your ability to love people, to be great for people, to be great for yourself, to enjoy life. Let's talk about seven different types of rest. I want to give credit where credit is due. I did research for this episode on an Instagram channel, at healthwithholland. At Health with Holland is the handle for that channel. And from mindfulhealthsolutions.com. Check both of those out. Seven types of rest. I'm going to list them and I'm going to break them down. They are physical rest, mental rest, social rest, emotional rest, sensory rest, spiritual rest, and creative rest. Those are the seven types of rest. Let's break each down. Some of them co they They join together. We get rest in one area, it'll affect another. But there are seven distinct types of rest and you might be missing out on some of these areas. How to unplug. And I want you to make, make a mental game plan and put it into action this week. How to unplug more so that you enjoy life more. How to recharge that battery of yours because it's so important to be limitless. We've got to take some downtime. We have to have rest. Let's break down these seven types of rest. Physical rest. You know this one. It's sleep. It's lounging around. It's sitting in the shade. It's taking a break on the couch. It's taking a nap. It's doing nothing or even binging on your favorite YouTube channel or Netflix series or Hulu series. That could even be restful physically to just take an afternoon or evening and just wind down. Physical rest We understand this one we needed. Number two is mental rest. That's also sleep, but it's also disconnecting from things, especially technology. Mental rest is solitude. Do you have some solitude? It's giving into boredom and not having to be connected, not having to always be busy. One of the most recent episodes here of Limitless, if you haven't checked it out, the 20 minute effect, taking a walk for 20 minutes without your phone, doing anything For 20 minutes with your phone on silent, away from you, where you're not checking it, you're not thinking about it, it's not buzzing, it's not beeping, it's not ringing. you're not getting those notifications. Mental rest, very critical. How do you get mental rest? I want you to think about these ways, seven ways of getting rest, of unplugging. How can you plug into these forms of rest? Which are you missing? And what's your happy place to get this rest? Are you doing enough of it? The next form of rest is social rest. This is setting boundaries. It's saying no. It's feeling okay with saying no, not having to say yes when we want to say no to a party, to a gathering, to babysitting, to whatever it is. Guarding your energy because the world is full of time thieves and energy vampires. They'll suck the life right out of you. They'll steal your time and they don't feel bad about it. Yet so many of us are burning the candle at both ends. We're not getting the rest we need, especially social rest away from people, away from social situations. And if you're at all introverted or have any social anxiety, you know how depleting it can be when you don't get social rest or you're put into a social situation where you're tired, you don't want to be there. You said yes, but you wanted to say no. These thieves and vampires stealing our time and energy don't feel bad about us. So don't feel bad. About saying no for your mental health to recharge, And be mindful about how you give energy and take energy. So many times we look at others in a social situation about how they're stealing our time or energy. Are you doing the same thing to people? Be very cautious that when you spend social time with people that you're giving more than you take, and spend time with people who fill you up. And there's just something magical about being able to spend time with people where you can just be yourself. You don't have to put on an act. You don't have to be on special behavior. You can just be yourself. For me, social rest isn't just getting away from people. It's spending time with people where I can just be myself, be low key. And that's perfectly fine. It's being able to watch a sporting event without having to carry a conversation. Sometimes being with people without talking at all is social rest for me. What is it for you? The next form of rest is emotional rest. This is also solitude. We're taking time away from a stressful situation or a stressful person in your life. We can't always get rid of the stressful people in our lives. Sometimes we live with these people. We know many people in our lives who have somebody with special needs at varying levels. And that could be stressful, especially for parents, for siblings. It's important to get some rest from that, to get some time away. Something I read in a book called Band of Brothers was a group of, it followed a group of paratroopers in World War II. And when they were in the Battle of the Bulge, in an area near Bastogne, Belgium, I believe, it was snowing, it was Christmas, they were getting bombarded every day. Guys in platoons were getting killed or maimed or injured, and I read that just spending an hour off the front line often made a huge difference to a soldier's morale and state of mind, just getting one hour of that rest. For us, any stressful situation in our lives, I mean, hopefully you're not facing a life or a test situation on the front lines, but getting an hour away can make a huge difference. If you've ever had a baby in your house that was sick or crying a lot, you know Just an hour away can make a huge difference in unplugging and coming back recharged. So prioritize what makes you feel emotionally rested. Prioritize things that bring you joy, happiness. Prioritize things that make you feel renewed and light. And this includes people. That's emotional rest. Number five is sensory rest. Think about sensory. We're talking about the senses, what we see, what we hear, what we touch what we feel, what we taste, what we smell, everything in our senses, what we absorb. It's all around us. Are your days filled with activity? Do you need some more downtime where your sensories, your senses and your sensory inputs can just take a break from noise, from bustle, from notifications? These things add up. We hear them subconsciously, electronics, television, streaming, news, things going on in the background we're constantly hearing and even though you not might not be fully engaged in them your subconscious is and you're not getting that getting that sensory rest so what can we do to get more sensory rest from that sensory input for our senses spend time doing things with your different senses that you enjoy foods you like smells that are good whether that's a candle or an air freshener or getting in the outdoors or getting, i love the smell of pine trees it's Having beautiful sights around you, pictures, things that you like to look at that will give your sensory input a break. It's touching things that feel good. Maybe that's taking a shower and feeling the hot water, taking a bath. Meditation, where you have quiet time, where you're being very selective about what enters your brain. Maybe it's working with your hands on something that just feels good. That could be weightlifting. That could be doing some sort of craft or art. Sensory rest. Most of us are not getting any of this. Where can you get some sensory rest? The number six type of rest is spiritual rest. This is actually in two forms. Number one, it's getting away from something that might be bringing you down, whether that's a religion or spirituality, which you wouldn't think would bring you down. But there are times we need a break from the people usually in those situations, not from our actual spiritual source. And the second form of this is spending more time in your spiritual place, your spiritual source, whether that's God, the Bible, whatever it is for you. Being purposeful and intentional about getting renewed in your spiritual source one-on-one with whatever you believe. So powerful. A lot of us are not making enough time for this. This is where good ideas come from. This is where rest and recharge can come from. And finally, one that was new to me, but it's really lit up part of my brain, creative rest. We need creativity. And I read when I was doing research for this podcast episode that when we don't have quiet times, when we are filling our days with activity, we're not leaving any room for creativity to seep in and grow. It's like we're trying to grow a green plant, but we're blocking out the sun, what it needs. Creativity needs rest. Take some time where you're not solving problems, where you're not planning, where you're not busy, where you let go of control. That could be a a huge creative rest. Maybe you like to control things. You're a planner, just letting go on one project one work project or one recreational project or one Saturday afternoon, letting someone else do that. Spend time doing creative things instead of just doing mindless things like scrolling through social media or getting lost in streaming or watching something negative like news. Spend time in things you enjoy, hobbies, art, exercise, fitness, learning creativity loves learning. It loves being inspired, spending time with inspiration, learning and people and sources that will inspire you and get away from work. And if your hobby has become unrestful, get away from that. Time away can help. I look at times I played hockey where I got in a rut and I just needed a break. Times and hobbies like brewing beer where I just needed a few months break, where I didn't go into it and I got renewed and refreshed. And then for me, spending time in creative areas tends to bleed over This, this creative rest. When I do things that feel creative to me, it tends to give me more mental rest, more emotional rest, more sensory rest, more spiritual rest, more social rest, backpacking, hiking, walking, stretching, writing, recording these podcasts. For me, is a form of creative rest where I've isolated myself with this material and I write the notes and then I record and edit. It's almost a spiritual experience for me. I love making impact. I'm spending time in my creative place. Are you? Creative rest doesn't mean we're not creative, but it's making room for ideas to land. And most of us want more ideas. We want more creativity in our lives. A lot of us including me at one point, said, I'm not a creative person. I am a creative person and so are you. But we've got to make space for those ideas to seep into our minds. We have to make time for our minds to wander. And that can often be doing creative things. Our mind starts to wander and we get rest in other areas. Time scarcity is the enemy of creativity. Meaning if your time is scarce, you're busy all the time, you have lots of activity, It's hard for creativity to find a way in. Rest creates space for creativity. Okay, so we talked about some of the benefits there, the types of rest, what can happen if we don't get the types of rest that we need. So how do we do it now? How do we put the rubber to the road? How do we actually apply this to our lives? Commit to yourself. Commit that you're going to get the benefits of recharge, of renew, that you're worth it, your energy. You're going to avoid burnout in different situations in your life. You're going to be aware and intentional and committed to yourself to get more rest. You're going to shed the guilt by starting small. You need to be at your best. The people in your life, your work, we need you at your best. As a high performer, shed that guilt. If you feel guilty about rest and just start small, and start making it a habit. Schedule it if you need to, because it's got to be a priority. You can create habits. Over the last 30 days, I started doing 200 ab exercises every morning. I was inspired by somebody else who was doing something and said, I'm going to spend the first part of my day. I already had a nice routine in the morning, but I want to do some other physical activity, something different. I did 200 exercises of abs. I do a six out of seven days of the week. I give myself one day off. It's been awesome. For me, it's a form of almost physical, mental rest, spiritual rest, social rest. It's everything. We can create these habits. Think about this throughout your day. How do you get more rest in these areas? Even short spurts, 15, 20 minutes. And then some tougher areas where you have to get uncomfortable. Say no to people and things. Sometimes saying no to ourselves. Stop saying yes when you want to say no. Set healthy boundaries so you don't blow up on people. I know somebody in my life, a relative, they don't set boundaries. They get wound up, they get burnt out, and then they explode doesn't have to be like that if you'll just set boundaries and stop feeling bad about it because the people who are crossing your boundaries don't feel bad and set the intention that you're worth it, your rest and energy is worth it, your future is worth it, your present is worth it and the people in your life are worth it and then do more things you love. It's always restful for me in different areas. You think about even doing something physical like backpacking up a mountain, that's not physical rest, but for me, it's definitely social rest, sensory rest and mental rest. What is it for you? Just a quick review before we get into application. Giving you a lot of application today. We'll focus on three things, but the seven types of rest to think about this week. I hope I planted some seeds. Physical rest, mental rest, emotional rest, sensory rest, spiritual rest, social rest, and the one that was new for me that I love that I'm really tapping into, creative rest. All right, application, three pieces of application. Reminder, wherever you listen to Limitless, Will you subscribe that helps us reach more people as downloads continue to creep up? My goal is to help people win, to impact more people. And to do that, the more subscribers we get, the better. Leave a review if you can, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, three pieces of application. Number one, what do you love that you haven't done for a while that will give you some form of rest? Will you prioritize it? Will you schedule it this week? Number two, which of these seven types of rest do you need the most this week is it physical rest emotional or sensory rest social rest away from people is it creative rest do you feel good and recharged is it mental rest emotional rest spiritual rest you're worth it shed the guilt and make it happen this week pitch pick which one is most important to you and finally number 3 people play a huge role in our lives Who do you need to avoid? Who do you need to say no to? Who do you need to spend less time with? And then remind yourself when you spend time with people, are you giving more than you take? Are you leaving people better than you found them so they get social rest, so they feel recharged, so they feel encouraged? Because that in turn will come back to us. My friends, seven types of rest, so important to unplug, to recharge, to be at your best, to avoid burnout and stress, reduce stress. My friends, if you employ this, you will make the time, shed the guilt, prioritize the different forms of rest. You will be limitless.